expired and nobody should have ever taken. My mom had a bottle of syrup of Ipecac from the 60s. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> in case of what? You really needed to vomit. Like, really hard. <laughs> like, like, really I'll go needed all to vomit. I'm getting sick. That's. It's like a fine. It's like a fine wine, you know. It tastes like asphalt. If you drink enough of it, you will be sick. Um, there are some things that pretty much don't expire. Like yeah. tums do not expire. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Categorical Oracle hey. podcast, where three librarians organize pop culture's junk drawer. I'm Kelly, and with me are my fellow oracles. Pick one of you. Oh. Ladies first. Mary Johnston, followed by Andrew Crawford. Bringing up. The so beer. what's going on, guys? <laughs> um. Well. Oh, so what, a I don't know. <laughs> what a year! What a year! What a great year! What is going on? What's terrifying summer, is you it's going to be great. <laughs> given that there's a gap of time between recording this and releasing it, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Literally, who knows at this point? I I, uh, I I can't guess. Yeah. So so when you are remote learning from home, you know what you might need to keep you going. A little snack, sneaky snacks. <laughs> yeah, you know sneaky the snacks. The, the the faces may change, and who knows? Because you're all wearing masks. Hopefully. Hopefully, but the snacks don't change. The snacks stay the same. Yeah. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about after school snacks. Uh, specifically, this topic came up because I was a latchkey kid and uh, I ate some weird shit. <laughs> I think is is where that came from. Uh, so we collected this list by memories of what we ate as as children. So the first snack was suggested by Barry, and it is ants on a log. Classic for a reason. Do mm-hmm. I have to? T- uh, I should tell people what ants on a log is. Right? Yes, please tell what people what ants on a log is. Um, ants on a log are a stick of celery, usually less than five inches long, cut into five inch increments or less, smeared with peanut butter in the crevice, and then dotted with raisins to resemble ants marching down a log, covered yes. in peanut butter. Hurrah. Hurrah. Hurrah, hurrah. Uh, Andrew, would you like to... So this is a taste test episode we should mention. Which means I'll be doing a lot of mouth sound editing. (laughs) All right. Are we ready? I'm taking a bite. Cheers. I will say I uh, was not a big Anson Log fan as a child. But you know what 2020 quarantine Kelly loves? Some fucking Anson Log. I've been eating a ton of of Anson Log in the past uh, couple of months. Here's a question. As an adult, now that you're in charge of your own ants on a log destiny, do you painstakingly smear on the peanut butter and then dot with uh, raisins? Or do you just dig in with celery to the peanut butter jar and then haphazardly put raisins on as you go? <laughs> like just dip and dip? No. I have still been making ants on the log. Good for you. It uh, does make a difference. If you just It makes a difference. If you just had like a little pile of peanut butter that you were using like crudite with celery, it's hmm. not the same. Hmm. You know, I I forgot how fibrous celery was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a that's a job. That's why it's a calorie negative food. I feel Andrew. like I just worked out. Legitimately. If not for this if thank God I have some peanut butter for protein, because I would have passed out from the drawing I just did on that celery. <laughs> Was this, did you make this, like, so you may only, your only experience of this is when coming home from school and making it? I think so. I mean, I, or like, just like a yeah. snack during the day. Like, I, I made it for myself. Sometimes my family would make it for me. It, it was, a, it was a standard, you know? Yeah. I asked because this is like strictly Girl Scout food only. 
this is this is food that i ate at girl scout camp like that's what we made as a as a troop well no wonder you didn't like it i am probably um i just didn't like peanut butter as a kid what what can i get out i'm sorry i'm sorry you guys i feel like i I don't know the history of this this i'll call it a dish um but it feels like something that came (laughs) out of like (laughs) i feel like this is the kind of thing that like 1950 they're like you want to like lose weight eat two of these a day and you will lose weight, like to like adult people. You clearly have I'm... not read enough about vintage Weight Watchers. Oh yeah, it this, would be, this would be like it generous. Would, yeah, no, that would be like the only thing is that someone would still want to eat it to this day. It'd actually be like <laughs> you know how you make ants on a log for little Timmy and Jane when they mm-hmm. come home from school. You can do the same thing, except instead of putting peanut butter in it. Whip, make a, a salmon mousse, then run it through your blender. <laughs> Fill the crevice of the celery with salmon mousse and dot with little olive pieces. That or, is what they or would for, do. Or for a lighter snack, get an actual log, some ants, and just chew on it till you're, you're full. Right. Or you can't, or you have to stop. There's chew on like it till you a, limit. There's like a, a perfect, a perfect area for Weight Watchers food from the mid-century, and it is the following items. <laughs> Watery vegetable, yeah, yep. canned fish, mm. and yep. something briny. Those three <laughs> things combined make like the is like is is the target zone for anything for Weight Watchers. Yeah, oh. I assume because it's healthy enough and no one could stand to eat very much of it. Like it's just like oh, <laughs> gross. I mean, Weight Watchers to this day is like make fucked up food and then you won't eat that much of it. <laughs> to be fair, that's kind of their brand still. Yeah. They just hide it a lot better with better marketing. Well, and like our ideas of health, I think, have changed. Like it was yes. strictly at that time, it was strictly fat is bad. Mm-hmm. So now I think yes. probably now that we've moved on to a different type of, you know, eating disorder, mm-hmm. which is like everything needs to be clean, clean yeah. eating. Ultimately, you need to convince. <clears throat> Ultimately, you need to convince your body that you're starving by eating a lot of fat. Yeah. But still, that's like whole foods, right? Like you're supposed to eat like a ribeye steak. And then, but like, so I think that that's where Weight Watchers is sort of weird because like, you know what they actually want you to be doing is like sprinkling aspartame on a banana and then throwing it in your (laughs) oven for 45 minutes. But they can't, they're like, not a whole food. But like, by the way, if you really want to have a great ass time, put... Put some put some sweet and low on a uh-huh. on a fruit you normally don't make hot, and then make it hot. Like but, you know, if, you, yeah. if you're someone hungry, like pat it out with some baking powder <laughs> for filler. <laughs> no, I feel like all the desserts pretty much are some weird fruit, an artificial sweetener, and cinnamon or pie spice. Like those are yes, the things. That is very yeah. <laughs> Like that's what they do. Or sometimes they'll be like a tortilla. <laughs> Ooh. Like yeah. heat up a tortilla you know, and and put some <coughs> some si- butter, not even butter, margarine. Yeah, and <laughs> cinnamon sugar in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they use an artificial sweetener. They love a flat, yeah. a flatbread stuff. Hmm. Yes, like wraps. They're I'm also pretty like... sure were subsidized by Weight Watchers. <laughs> Every recipe from Weight Watchers is like, you know what? Eat a quarter of a cup of rice and put some put like uh, a half a cup of shredded chicken on top, and that's all you're eating. Have fun. Oh my god! <laughs> it's chicken and rice. Who doesn't yeah. love that? <laughs> have we done Have we done retro recipes? I, I um, might I might have to do that as a as a list. not recipes. No, we've done like yeah. diet trends, but not recipes. Yeah. I think we've danced around the the old fashioned food is bananas. It's a recurring theme. The shrimp mousse of it all. Yeah, the shrimp mousse. The shrimp mouse of it all. 
different amounts of it all. Yeah. yeah. But I think we could, I think we could like hit it more directly and talk about a lot of this stuff. Maybe it can even be a taste test. Ooh, oh God! Jello molds. Oh. That's like the, <laughs> you just want to break out a Jello. That mold. is the I most do. work for the least satisfaction that I can imagine. You just, you just want to be boiling some calves hooves. That's all you want to do. <laughs> you want to make your own gelatin. Uh, what I want to do is I want to spend an entire day, an entire twelve-hour period of time, perfectly <laughs> timing the time where I throw fish. Cab boiled cabbage leaves and pickles into a jello mold so that they suspend in a pleasant way. Oh my god. That we're basically gonna take a bite of and be like, interesting. What if okay. what if it's great? I also love oh you know what else that would be great. Vintage yeah, Weight Watchers loved hot dogs. Isn't that oh, weird? Wow. They huh, loved it. Interesting. Like there are Didn't know. there are lots of vintage uh that are like Make a fancy looking meat stuff, but instead of using the fancy meat, make it out of hot dogs, like a crown roast that's just like a circle oh. of hot dogs that are like no, oh. <laughs> that are like fringed at the end so they look oh. festive. Oh my god! Yeah. Put a little, get like those little like turkey uh, end of bone shoes. I want to call them. <laughs> And put those on the end of a hot dog. Shoes! But then eat it like a cob of corn. It's so, when you say shoes, it's so wrong, but I can't, so I can't disagree with you. That is what they are. I guess really they're like foot chef's hats. What's the actual Tokes. word for them? Uh, a toe toke, if you will. There's an actual word for it. What? It's not shoes. <laughs> but it's It may not much. be, but. Also, what a hilarious idea. They're like, we can't, we can't show the end of a, uh, of a drumstick. God, no. Make it formal. Disgusting. How put dare a, you? Put a couple little hats on that thing. <laughs> put some hats on it. How do I, I Google know. this? Turkey Tur- leg decor? I've... <laughs> I think it's called a cap. I really do. <laughs> I, I, I would you want also, me to call my mother? I would also go formal she would wear. Know. Okay, you I did know. find one, and this calls it a, a wrap. Weight Watchers at it again. <laughs> Bring in the wraps. Um, also, that's a lie. They're shoes. Or hats. That's like, you know, like the Pilgrims had buckles on both. Turkey's ultimate multitask. <laughs> okay. This one calls it paper frill booties, which is pretty close to I mean, shoes, if I'm being yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, deeply descriptive. Yeah. I don't think anyone, here's what this very brief Google has proven to me. No one knows what these things are called. <laughs> They're just like throwing out keywords, the the vague hope someone will find them. Oh. Mm. All right. Back to, oh, back yeah. to the list. Yeah, we have not Please. even gotten to our categories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are, your, what are your categories for uh, for ants on a log? I'm feeling pretty happy with mine. Go. So... The the conceit of ants on the log, part of the fun of it is that you're pretending to eat something that is an animal, right? But it's not actually an animal. It's a, it's like a it's a food stuff that is that is emulating the flesh of another creature, which to me brought to mind, surprisingly, as we we've discussed my app like total absence of religious knowledge, the the concept of the Eucharist, right? It's like some bread that's also like some flesh, cool. But because we're talking about animals, I call this the Zucharist. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I I kind of was like, so this is classy or and classic. It's a classy snack to offer a child or to have a child make for themselves. But it's like doable. Like you mostly have this stuff about at all times. Yes. And it's also like 
for, for it is greater than the sum of its parts. Definitely celery is not as good as ants in a log. Mm, Raisins sure. are not as good as ants in a log. Maybe peanut butter just straight off a spoon is as good as ants in a log. But it's at least equal to. And that reminded me of all of these sort of like post-Martha Stewart, you know, like gracious living experts mm-hmm. who who make who make the um the bougie lifestyle possible mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And I decided to have a send up to my one of my favorite ones um, with this category, and so I call this Ina Kindergartner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely! Can't you just see her making this for Jeffrey <laughs> and their celebrity friends coming over as oh, a child? Man. <laughs> Oh, that was beautiful. Good. Thank you. Was good. I hope there's a, there's a, oh, why can't I, uh, Sandy Lee. Oh, Sandy oh, Lee. yeah. I, w- I hope there's one of those I categories can't believe up. I didn't use her for my other one, but mm. oh, yes. well. Um, so because this is a Girl Scout food to me, is something I would have eaten at Girl Scout <laughs> camp, I called it, uh, this is a category that I know is going to go over both of your heads, <laughs> fake new friends. No, no, I know. But keep, keep the old one, one is silver, silver and but the, the other's gold. gold, which implies a. I, that song is always so shady to me. <laughs> oh yeah, a circle's <laughs> round. It has no uh, end. That's how long I want to be your friend. Sounds, but you might be a silver level yeah. friend, not a gold sounds, level. A sounds like some oh, cool shit. B bakes. <laughs> 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 we haven't even touched on that. That's hilarious. Fake new say. friends. Fake new, new friends. friends. Yeah, I, I did think it was fun. Uh, I, I like it a lot. You're making a little ant friend. This is a uh, really. This is a, this is a strong. Guys, this, this is a strong show. This might be the strongest opening we've had. Like as a. This is like. Oh, this like, is very good. Like, I don't know what to go with. I mean, I think mine is great. Yours is great. Yours is great. I'm trying to think how else you could have ever used it. There's literally, I don't think any other instance in my life where I could use the term zoo crest. (laughs) But you did it again on this list, right? I sure did. Yeah. If you're using it for what I think you're going to use it, you're going to win that category. Okay. Okay. Not that that matters necessarily. I mean, like, it's something to consider. Um... I kind of think Mary gets it. Yeah, and I will tell you why. it paints such a visual picture. (laughs) Who would go to a zoo to see an ant? <laughs> You're right. Touche. You're very you right. You actually it's see not... them more commonly in museums and small displays. So children's bedrooms waiting for disaster. Yeah, you, know, you say that, but if you recall, the Milwaukee Zoo does have a display that's just domestic cats. What? It's true. Yeah, the domestic yeah. cat display. What are you? There is a display. Talking there is a about. section in the Milwaukee. There's Zoo just a thing where there are just, just like cat. American short hairs wandering around a. No. Yeah, but then yeah, also there's that big the, sign. Yeah. It's, it's in the kids section. Also, there's a big sign. Oh, where they, you have all the petting. Wait, yeah. guys. Also, that is different. <laughs> that also, is, is it a petting zoo that has a cat? No, That's it's, fine. It's, just, it's not pettable. It's behind a glass case. What's Living going on? Yeah, they, and they specifically have like signs up that say, do not pet this cat. This right. cat does not like... I think that that's a zoo cat that is grouchy. Probably. Mary, do you recall when... I can't remember where we were, but there was like, some sort of zoo. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. you're, where there, was, there was some display of like a special exhibition with like a Himalayan mountain cat. And we're like... And it was sounds... a really elaborate like, display where it was like this like... It was like a, the, a, a the, cliff side. And like the top of a mountain. Like what you would expect a mountain goat to live And on. we just like, come around the corner like there's nothing. We can't see anything. And not only that, there was a crowd of people People, just waiting. like pressed against the glass so Chicago, like maybe? waiting yeah. I think yeah. it was in Chicago like waiting for this creature and then like we we timed it perfectly because then 
over the crest of this like majestic fake mountaintop that like it just suddenly looks like like a gray version of like Garfield slowly <laughs> pads like burr, burr, just this burr, like burr, burr, very average sized grouchy looking gray cat like literally <laughs> looks like like Garfield brought to life. Yeah. Comes out and and like everybody laughed. Yeah. Like the entire group laughed because we had all been like, ooh, what's this? What and an you exotic know, creature. And you know what must have happened is it seized one person's imagination and then it was just a <laughs> snowball effect and everyone was like, yeah. well, this whole crowd's waiting here. <laughs> this must be worth it. <laughs> it must be worth the wait. I mean, to be fair. It, it was, was worth the wait. But <laughs> Not the way probably the first person thought it was. The one person not laughing. <laughs> well, that I do think it's funny how we are constantly at the zoo um, and hear, overhear people being, like, disappointed with cats. <laughs> Another time we were waiting at a similar situation, waiting at a snow leopard display. And yeah. when the snow leopard finally did show up, one of the women was like, ugh, that's no bigger than Shadow. <laughs> And then she turned to every member of her of her like family, which was like six different people, and was like, "That thing's the size of Shadow!" Like in disgust. <laughs> and you were like, "Can I see a picture of Shadow?" <laughs> I was like, what? "Pardon me, who's?" Sh-? I wanted to be like, "Who's Shadow? Who da- who dis? How who's many Shadow? shadows am I?" Yeah, just for a point tall, of reference. How tall? And it was so funny that for I feel like. I feel like this happened over the summer, and for a full summer, we described things as how many shadows it was. Which also, like, we assume shadow is like another critter, but maybe like it is its own shadow. I think we suggested for a while that perhaps shadow was the grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Shadow was a human being, a small, stooped human being, and she was like, "Ew!" My grandfather, Shadow McGillicuddy, (laughs) no bigger than a snow leopard. Oh. And twice as, high, twice as Audrey. Knee high to a snow leopard. <laughs> Don't get on it's his no bed. It's bigger so. than Shadow. She said it like 14 times. Like to say that's no bigger than my dog one time is understandable. But like, yeah. she was she was appalled. She was livid. Oh, yeah. oh, I was expecting a beast. That's no uh, bigger than Shadow. I mean, oh are God. leopards thought to be large? I don't know. I, I'll be honest. In my lived experience, no bigger than a shadow. I'm always surprised by, honestly, how big big cats are. Like, a lion is always much bigger when I see it than how I imagine it to be. I know wolves aren't cats, but, like, Jesus. Wolves are similar. Yeah, I think... Wolves are uh, the opposite of cats. They're dogs. Right. Are dogs the opposite of cats? We are... Well, welcome to... Are dogs the opposite of cats? Welcome to Tangents. We talk about everything except our cats. All right, we... Our, yeah, our, our snacks are staying aggressively lukewarm. We should keep yes. going. <laughs> There's cold right, cuts our here. Next, <laughs> so. our, our next uh, snack is suggested by me. It is a Ritz cracker appetizer that we found on the back of a box at some point. <laughs> and the particular appetizer that we will be trying is a Ritz cracker, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're supposed to use yellow mustard, but I didn't have yellow mustard because I am not a child. I have Dijon. 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 Uh, and you you dot mustard into each of the little holes, and then you put a piece of turkey, deli turkey, on it, and then you s- sprinkle garlic salt over it. This is a hilarious appetizer. Did you have a, a range of appetizers in your Ritz cracker arsenal? Or I remember that yes, but I don't remember what any of else of them are. I recall so vividly thinking this that these things really good. were like the height of class when I was like six years old. Like, Did you oh also grow up eating Ritz cracker 
appetizers? No, I don't think I've really made these. I don't recall eating these. I don't remember topping. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I use Ritz crackers all the time for, like, yeah. dips. And stuff. Ritz crackers are the king of cracker. Can we of course, agree? Of course, of course. Yes. Like, if you only can have one kind of cracker, yeah. Ritz Get your townhouse out of here. Jesus. I, mean, <laughs> I do love an oyster cracker. In yeah, soup. <laughs> that's different, though. Yeah. All right, I'm going to shove this All right, right, right. cheers. The first time I've had cheers. one of these in a literal It decade. smells good. Two decades. I mean, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It tastes like sandwiches I would make for myself as a child. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, just like a, a delicious cracker with some meat on it is good. Like, yeah, there could be nothing wrong with it, <clears throat> I suppose. The garlic salt, I think you can go wrong with, if I'm real honest. Yeah. But, hmm. well, we, I didn't have any garlic salt, but I did have bagel seasoning. It's very nice. Oh, yeah. I would do that again. Yeah. Hmm. But no, I think for me, like, it's funny because I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because I was, like, uh, like six. Um, but I remember just seeing. I think probably there's, like, an ad with them or something silly They were on the back of the Ritz Oh, I recall box. that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But being like, this is just, like, this is what, like, fancy people have at parties. It's Ritz crackers with turkey yeah. and yellow mustard. <laughs> Here's what. This is a weird um, Texas child thing. Mm-hmm. So you know how, like, I always remember that you'd have, like, five, it'd be, like, a ring of five Ritz crackers on the back of a box, and mm-hmm. there would usually be, like, they were different categories. Usually there was one that yeah. had a deli meat. Mm-hmm. Usually there was one that ha- was sweet, for example. Like, it'd be, like, a peanut butter and jelly thing, or, like, it'd be, like, you know. Marshmallows. Yeah, or, mm-hmm. like, a cream mm-hmm. cheese, cheesecake-y thing. Because you want to have that. Yeah. S- I mean, I love sweet and savory, but, like. Yeah. Usually wow. you'd have one that inexplicably had, like, a piece of cucumber on it. One assumes because they were, like, also round. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then there was always sort of, like, a Tex-Mexy one, oh. you know? And what you may not know, not growing up in the Great Lone Star State. In Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Correct. Is that in Texas, if you go to, if you get, like, traditional Tex-Mex nachos, it's not just a pile of stuff. It is individual tortilla chips perfectly Hmm. composed so that it's a perfect nacho bite and then baked far apart from each other like cookies on a sheet like you know so that's lovely we should bring that everywhere it is fabulous it's so good and so it'd be like you know you'd have like a little blob of cheese and a little blob of beans and a little blob of if you had meat and I always thought that the Ritz cracker ones seemed like a very down market version of, of nachos. <laughs> I was like, who has Ritz crackers in their houses but not tortilla chips? Just make nachos. You make a very good point. Like, I love a Ritz cracker, but if you give me the option like a nacho, like a, a, a composed nacho, and what I, which I, what I just had, which was, again, perfectly delicious, I'm going to go with a nacho. It's yeah, better. no, I mean, it's that was food. lovely because it was like things one would eat on a cracker. Why would yeah. you put Tex-Mex things on a cracker when you can put them on a tortilla chip? Oh, my God. I don't know. Just, I'm asking. It's very fair. Also, usually the Ritz cracker thing would be like, put a blob of salsa on it. You're like, no. Oh. No. <laughs> you, you know what's great? A Ritz cracker that's like a little bit soggy. Yeah. Like really just like get it get it wet. Yeah. Like don't let it, don't let its natural dry and state some, fool and you. Some, and some not even melted shredded cheddar oh, cheese. Oh, God, no. No, 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 You know no, what no, I no, won't no, no. kick out of bread for eating crackers, which <laughs> is very funny because we're talking about Ritz crackers yeah. here. Um, <laughs> Me? 
Is it me? Sad white people nachos, where you just take whatever shredded cheese you have in your house, you put it on top of some of some tortilla chips, and then you microwave that was, it. That was a big thing for me when I was a kid, too, because, you know, microwaves are you safe. You know I love some white girl nachos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... And I... Yeah. It's, I will not be shamed for putting shredded cheese on top of tor- Doritos and calling them nachos. <laughs> oh, that a, is a bridge too far. No. Kelly, what... what I, I'm, cool ranch. I, oh! oh, that's... <laughs> Kelly, I'm sorry. That is a bridge too far. <laughs> that's wild. Kelly, you... you You've gone mad. That is wild. <laughs> Although it does kind of make uh, sense because you do want. I mean, because you're as not opposed that into, to the tort. You're not that into dairy, so mm-hmm. like yeah. that creaminess. Because like my white girl nachos are chips, cheese, light smattering of Dollop salsa, of sour cream, nuke it, then lots of sour cream. Yeah, you put salsa on and then nuke it. Oh, but you no, you got to put the cheese on first. Mm-hmm. So that you have a yeah. that you have a fat layer, and yeah, because cold salsa on nachos also, is weird. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, girl. It sounds crazy, but when you get when you reduce some of the water in the salsa, damn, way better. Yes, damn, mm. it just like, sticks to the nachos. Yep. You basically make your own Dorito, but like not without the powder. You're pretty like much a liquid making Dorito. your own queso, but like way worse than any queso you've ever <laughs> had in your life. Your own queso, but I really want nachos. in the strictest sense because queso just means cheese. So if, we can, <laughs> yes. if I can ever get El Rey chips again. Ugh. Categories. How about that? Oh yeah, Ritz crackers. Oh yeah, what are we talking about again? Yeah, that's hmm. right. Um, I think this is a very sophisticated snack for a child. I would agree. To be honest with you, I agree. I do have a question, Kelly. So when you would make this for yourself as an after-school snack, would you make like a plate of like five of them and then go and like sit in front of TV and just like pop them into your mouth, or did you yes. bring the ingredients out with you and make them bespoke? <laughs> <laughs> I, I made I made a plate of them. You made a pl- mm. and sometimes Carol and I would make a plate of them to share. Oh, that's a very class. So we'd have like like fifteen of them on a plate. <clears throat> that's very elegant. That's very elegant. So that that makes me feel really good about my category, which is kitty cocktail party. Oh, I have a similar oh. category. Beautiful. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. So again, yes. it's it's you know it's again my my perception of child was these are the things that adults would have at fancy parties. So I didn't go with kitty cocktail party. I went with fruit cocktail hour. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. That's Lovely. good. I, I simply went for a bougie bite. Mm, that's bougie good, too. Bite. That's good, too. It's just a little bougie bite. A little bougie bite. Yeah. Bougie bite. I... <sighs> I think it's between you two. It's a it's a war of the cocktail. Oh I, I think yours is funnier. We can just say fruit cocktail party. Fruit cocktail party. That's yeah. the synthesis of the two. Yeah. Wait, what is yours again? It's a fruit cocktail what? Hour? Um, yeah, fruit cocktail hour. Mm. And Mary, what was yours? Kitty cocktail what? Kitty cocktail party. Mm. Mm. You got to decide. I think kitty cocktail party makes more sense in this case. Because they're hors d'oeuvres. Yep, I will. Because they're hors d'oeuvres. I will concede. Yeah. But I think in future cases, Andrew might get fruit it. Fruit cocktail mm. party is very, very funny. I think the fruit cocktail is better than kitty. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you. All right. What's next? Anyhow. Next is uh, suggested by you, my friend Mary. Uh... And it is just simply called mix. Mix. Hmm. Okay, so mix. When when I, mix. when I was a child, I loved snacks, and I needed a ready source of snacks in the kitchen. And I'm talking like little kid, like like five to six range. I mean, that okay. is how my okay. niece eats now. Is you try to get her to eat a meal, and she's like, "I'm full." And then ten minutes later, she's like, "Can I have a snack?" I snacked Bitch. all day long, and then would like yeah. eat an eighteen ounce steak. <laughs> I was like, I like could put food away as a child. Um, and so 
my mother basically was like, this kid needs, we called it a snack drawer, but it was really just a low cabinet in our kitchen. And it was two shelves. And then like, like other things, like other normal kitchen things. But those two shelves were like my snack. And they always had like a collection of things that my mother would get in the range for me. But one of them was always, I think they're technically called for pies. I think you're supposed to put pies in these things. But it's a big Tupperware round container. We put in my family Christmas cookies in them. But so it's like, I don't know, probably 16 inches in diameter. And my mother would make like industrial batches of what essentially is trail mix with training wheels on. So there would always be a cereal. There would always be a nut, usually a peanut. There'd be a dried fruit, something like, you know, treaty, like a M&M or Reese's Pieces. Um, And then, but sometimes she would do like, there'd be goldfish in it if she was not doing chocolate, like that kind of stuff. And it was always a little bit different, but it was always like those basic elements. (laughs) And there would just be one of these like full of that stuff. And I would like grab a little bowl and I'd like grab some mix. So, help yourself get into it. So, this mix that I made is made out of raisins, uh, multigrain cheerio hose, uh, peanuts, and peanut butter M&M's in homage to both Mm -hmm. M&M's and Reese's Pieces. Mix. So, I haven't had mix in well over two decades, I would guess. I've I've had... Variants of Czech well, mixer, trail mix. Sure, yeah. sure. But I've not had like this straight up. I must say, I dig it. I mean, it like I, I, I mean, this is like mother's milk to me, I suppose. But I <laughs> was like, I was fully just thinking, I'm gonna make some mix. Mix is, and I'm gonna keep it in my house. Mix for is fans. good, man. And I really don't think you can go wrong, provided you don't. I think like tip that like cheat. Like I don't think it'd be good to just like willy nilly throw some Cheez-Its in this, Mm-mm. unless yeah. you were gonna like forego the chocolate. Yeah. But, but even then, like, I would just keep this, you know. You, eh, I pick food out anyway, so to me it would be like, ah, oh, fine. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, What's um, What really uh, is shocking to me is I forgot how good multigrain Cheerios are. Yeah. Mm. They're like the perfect, like a honey nut Cheerio I think would be too much for me now. But a regular Cheerio is just a bummer. <laughs> Need the multigrain, yeah. Yeah, it has like, it has a little bit of, a little bit of zip to it. A little pretzel in here would be good too. A pretzel, a pretzel M and M's. A pretzel would be very mm. good. Sometimes that's those simple things, mm-hmm. and this is great. Mix is good. I have no, I have no de- in-depth commentary other than saying good job. Yeah, congratulations. So leading your into mother. my, yeah, congratulations to your mother. Tell her thank you for us. Yeah. Hmm. Leading into my category, uh, when I was a Girl Scout, we always had, uh, like, we always as a troop made trail mix. So everybody brought one ingredient and then we threw it all in a big bucket mixed it up and then doled it out to each kid that's so and that's fun. what we had for a snack that's for, such for the a week at fun camp. idea although i bet there was like some weird there's always weird shit in it well, always well in weird hierarchy like if you're the kid who shows up with like cheese balls and ruins the trail mix Oof. yeah yeah uh, so of course my category is bake new friends. I love that. Oh, what, um, good. what good. would, did you remember what you would always, what, did your mom have like a go-to? She's like, this is what we bring for the trail mix. I honestly think that I always brought raisins because I like raisins in a trail mix a lot. Hmm. Me too. I, I think um, you need a dried fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's what I seem to remember, but I don't quite remember anything past that. You know what I really like? In a day camp was, you were really little when you go to day camp. That's true. What? You know what is really good in a trail mix and really shows my age? <laughs> Occasionally, <laughs> you can find 
um, a diced prune bits, and that's <laughs> really nice in a trail mix. I was thinking a sesame stick. Ooh, a sesame you stick. You can buy a sesame stick. Ooh, good stuff. A sesame stick would be good in a trail mix. How elegant. Oof. Andrew, what is your category? <clears throat> Um, so this is this is I think I came I came really hard the first two. This is a lesser category. I'll admit it straight out of the gate. Not to not to diminish my chances of, of coming on top, but I think just to be honest, uh, because variety is essential to this particular snack, I simply went with a life well seasoned because variety is the spice oh, of life. Very so, nice. you know. Lovely. Yeah. Um I mean, once again, this is like tr- trail mix. This is like a gateway drug for trail mix, is what mix is. Um, so I call, so I was like, what do you do when you eat trail mix as an adult? So I went with mountain tiking. <laughs> ah, great. Oh, no. Oh, that took me a second. Very fun. I like it. I like it. Um, but I think it's you, Kelly. I like the whole Thank Girl Scoutness mm-hmm. of it. Um, Bake New Friends. Is... Came with a charming story. That's oh. why I win. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's it, and it's a funny category. But I, I love that idea. If I was still a camp counselor and there were still camps. Thanks, Rona. <laughs> I would definitely steal that idea and be like, especially like the last night of camp, I'd be like, guys, whatever snacks you didn't eat, bring them out here. We're pouring them in a bowl and we're all going to eat it. We're going to make this pretty weird. (laughs) There was one year every kid had Cheetos on my floor. Like, that's what they, oh, I was like, guys, I don't like Cheetos that much. You've all failed me. You are all supposed to bring snacks that I like. Yeah. I like. I think it's also genuinely a good idea to like equalize a snack so that everybody is bringing the snack. So there is not like one kid brought a good snack and the next kid brought fucking raisins. <laughs> <I know. laughs> right, like right. everybody has a po- has a has a has a purpose. That's true. Every every snack hmm. is a good snack. That's true. That's true. So there you go. Hmm. All right, our next uh, our next snack is from me. It is mini muffins. I have never which, had these. You've never had a mini I... muffins. They are a Hostess product, and they uh, are good. little mini muffins. If you wanted to be real fancy, you could run upstairs and throw them in the microwave. Mm. Well, I think I'm just gonna eat it straight up. This is the chocolate chip varietal. Hmm. We ate the chocolate chip. I also we my family also always had we always got chocolate chip, or we got brownie bites mm-hmm. because my family doesn't fuck around not eating chocolate. Mm-hmm. Smart. And these were both breakfast and snacks. Mm-hmm. There's that magical chemical taste that certain foods it's so have. good. <laughs> What it tastes what it tastes like is as a really good muffin top. Like a store brought yeah. muffin top. Like a, yes. I think I was always a blueberry muffin kid. I'm not sure if they make a blueberry varietal. I'm sure mm. they do. That would be crazy not to. I think I'd be more into a blueberry varietal just because that's what I think of when I think of a store bought muffin. That or lemon poppy yeah. seed. But as an adult now, I would definitely get a blueberry over a chocolate chip. But the chocolate chip is good. I, I totally understand it. Here's a question. How many do you get per pack? I think there's like five. That's a decent amount of mini muffins. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to raise some controversy here, guys. Muffins for snacks. Muffins are for the morning. And also, they should be full-sized. When you put muffins on a bagel, you can have muffins anytime. I think muffins are for all. I, I basically think that if you make your muffins correctly... It's basically essentially a roll. Here's, like well, you could see, have you could have muffin on the side of a dinner if you if you played your cards right. You could have right. corn muffin on the side of a dinner if you were eating you beans. Take a Perkins approach. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, like, I can imagine meals where I would like a blueberry muffin on the side. But I guess like I would I pose or a, a question pumpkin like pumpkin muffin on the side, especially if yeah. it has a big 
like slab of cream cheese down the middle of it. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. Like, is, is there a point in the day where you'd be like, okay, muffin time is over. Time for cupcakes because I'm basic. Oh. I have also made some muffins that are more cake-like than mm-hmm. anything. So you could still, and then at this point, you're just having a blueberry cupcake. Are muffins just breakfast cupcakes? Am I just not realizing something that everyone else has known? This is an argument of... that's been like floating around. I mean, they're not. Ugh. Okay. They're not. Okay. They're not. Usually they are, their crumb is different. Okay. And also. Yeah, the ingredients are different. The ingredients are different. The way you make them are different. And most of the time they don't have frosting, which I think is actually the real mm. thing. Like they can be glazed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can have a streusel. True. Yeah. In general, we now, as in, in this enlightened food times <laughs> that we eat in, which in like 10 years, they're going to be like, bullshit. Um, we don't put as much sugar in muffins as we do in cupcakes. These muffins, I'm not so sure yeah, about. Yeah, I think these are I, just Oh, these muffins sugar. are 100% sugar. I think these muffins don't even have, like, they only have calorie information on the outside of the box because they're like, we can't let people know. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do everything we can to legally obscure the amount of information. I think that if you put a, a, a chocolate frosting on the top of these muffins, you would think they were cupcakes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is a chocolate chip muffin? I would argue that that's pretty par mm. for the course of a chocolate chip muffin. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like, chocolate muffins, I would say, are essentially unfrosted cupcakes. I mean, at that point, yeah. Are they delicious? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Um, are we ready for categories? I think so. I think we are. Uh, so I, once again, I think a muffin's a very sophisticated snack for a child. Mm, fair. I mean, like muffins, everybody likes muffins, but a muffin to me feels very Connecticut. <laughs> You know, fresh ba- fresh, fresh basket of muffins in the morning. And My then... grandfather played it for the Connecticut muffins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My grandmother sewed the for the Vermont for muffins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the idea of a sports team having their mascot be a muffin. Yeah, people always say, well, Yale, <laughs> Yale versus Harvard, but no one brings in the muffins. Ah. Yeah. You guys are acting like our Milwaukee's minor league team isn't called the Milkmen. Oh, I See, the Milkmen should play the muffins. That would be so cute. But there's a difference because it's not the Milwaukee Milk. <laughs> <laughs> but That's they just, the they just in a big game. And they... Versus the Muffin Men. Oh, my God. Do you know they the were... Muffin Men? Uh, no. <laughs> they just won some sort of game and they was celebrated it, was it with Was it perhaps milk. a baseball game? It was a baseball game. <laughs> I, it was some sort of important game. Mm. And they celebrated by pouring milk all over themselves. Oh! Like it was Gatorade. And that is That's wild. dedication to a theme that I can't get behind. That's, that's, a, that's I a step sal- too far. I must salute them and the people who do their laundry. Oof, the real heroes. <laughs> they're the real heroes. If they're, if they're the real heroes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously this is, this, is, this is a little bit, this is not a, a muffin that you picked up at a charming French bakery. It's not. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Store, quote unquote, store bought is fine. So I still think this is a Ina Kindergartner. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Nice. But wrong, Sandra <laughs> Lee. So, but Ina says that store bought is fine. She's always like, you can make this, but store bought is fine. <laughs> Which I think is a very generous thing for her to say. Yeah, she's she's in the pocket of big store bought. Right. She's like, you store. can make your own ricotta, but store bought is fine. Oof, lies. <laughs> yeah, it is. Of course it is. Me talking about not making my own. It's oh, ricotta cheese is super easy to make. Yeah. Although you're not that into yeah. dairy, so probably I'm not gonna. Not. I'm absolutely not gonna make it. Okay, okay. Um, because I feel like this is an aberration against the natural state of the muffin. It is small. It is 
for not breakfast. I took a twist on the phrase when pigs fly because it's not so much like an anticipatory thing. This is when pigs land because they have been doing their flying perhaps for decades. And now they're ready to sit and eat a muffin? Yeah. They'll eat anything. I keep talking like I don't like these. They're actually very delicious. Say, I'm having a favorite. They're really yeah, great. I'm having a favorite. Up like, like, a, like a hungry little hey, hey, flying right? pig. It, it is. I can't stress enough, compared to my adult-sized mouth, absolutely bite-sized. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think I could physically take that into two bites. Oh, like, you could. It just like, would have been I'm, very precious. Yeah. <laughs> I remember them being two bites when I was a kid. Aww. Aww. Tiny little mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I called the, these individually snacked. Mm. Because they're all individually individually wrapped. Yes. I think it's that one. Yours is a, I appreciate the greater level of optimism you brought than I did to mine. Also, (laughs) each of them are like one bite or two bites. They're in a moosh boosh. It is a, (laughs) they are. Um, It is amazing that basically they're like, let's just take a whole muffin, but like divide it into tiny bits. Yeah. You don't need a full, let's take a full size candy bar, cut it in half. (laughs) Call back to the very first episode of the show. Oh yeah, what's a fun? Not, yeah. not the full, not the first episode. One of the first three episodes yeah. of the show. Early episodes. Early, early. Yeah. What's fun about eating less candy? <laughs> but it's fine because they give you five of them. Yeah. I think that's probably equal to like a normal size muffin. Yeah, I want to see the math on that. <laughs> no, I don't. That's, that's some nerd <laughs> shit. I'm not into that. Also, oh. I guess the math is like get a scale <laughs> and see how much it weighs. <laughs> I want numbers on the average muffin density and weight. <laughs> What's the muffin mass metric we're using here? MMM. Um, you, Andrew's going to be one of those weird old men who one day is going to pull out a spreadsheet <laughs> of all of the muffins that he's ever bought and weighed. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And he's going to pick up a muffin and he's going to be like, ah, oh, four ounces. You know what they're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to call you? The oh. muffin man. Oh, man. I mean, the muffin man. Just walking right into plain type, I guess. I don't know. That's right. <sighs> All right, our next snack is once again suggested from Mary. Uh, they are Dunkaroos. Hmm. This is a snack I always wanted, but I don't know if I ever had until I never got Dunkaroos. I was an older person. Oh, uh, I, I had Dunkaroos. You had Dunkaroos. Well, yeah. then this is good because you can tell me if this is so. Dunkaroos are not made anymore. You can order them for uh, gross amounts of money. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I just grabbed one of my teddy bears. Oh no. Um, and there was no time, no time for that. So, uh, but luckily, uh, we're all just like desperately seeking comfort and nostalgia at every turn. <laughs> so there are a million Dunkaroo dip ep- re- recipes just available on the internet. So I went ahead and whipped one up and this is con, this is made of a funfetti box cake mix. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's just very funny to me. Some Cool Whip (laughs) and some vanilla yogurt. Wow. And I must say, the texture of it does feel right from what I remember. Andrew just dove right in. The texture is right. It's actually a bit smoother than it was because it was very, I remember being rock hard as a kid, which probably is Hmm. because I was weak. But. So you're like, I'm just so strong now. I mean, yeah, obviously, brag. and we're dipping in Teddy Graham. So I know that this is different from what a real Dunkaroo would be. Mm. But pretty, Andrew, as a as a person who ate them on the reg. I'm pretty, pretty close to real, to my, my recollection. Did it have this, I mean, here's my issue with, I love cake batter flavored things, mm-hmm. obviously. But I feel like all the homemade ones, I mean, they, they taste like you just have like a raw cake mix. Like you are very <laughs> aware of that. Yeah, it's a raw. And that's... That's something I like can't get over with. I feel like I don't know. It, it's 
I feel like it was basically cream cheese frosting, but like slightly better. When I read this recipe, I was like, I was shocked that they wanted me to do this. Did you not have a cackle like I did? No, I did have a cackle. <laughs> First of all, I read this recipe and then I was like, no. <laughs> That's stupid. I'm going to find another recipe. Who puts yogurt in a Dunkaroo? <laughs> what kind of hippie and bullshit is this? And then I looked at like 10 other recipes and they all were essentially exactly the same. So I was like, well, they must really know what they're talking about. So we'll do this. Um, I don't know. The texture is like right on. The te- Honestly, I remember the texture of this. The te- I remember having Dunkaroos like once. Yeah, I think I, I think it was like a very rare occasion. Um, but I always wanted them. They looked so fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But the texture of the of the of the whip is right. I can't imagine that the right thing to do is to not put funfetti cake mix, which would not fix the raw flour taste, <laughs> which is what I'm complaining about. But just straight into cream cheese frosting and whipping it—that's what I was gonna do. Yeah. I honestly wonder if what they gave gave us was vanilla frosting that they just mixed some sprinkles <laughs> in. I mean, that's was that's my impression of what it was. <clears throat> Whoever like right like. So whoever came up with this recipe was just like, I'm going to make my own. This is my dream dip. I've been thinking about this for decades, and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to pour some cake mix into some yogurt. <laughs> and Oof. we're just going to call that a day. My question was, Mary, when did you make this dip? Um, I made it according to the recipe, which said that it needed to sit overnight. <laughs> that was my question. So I was wondering if it would get, like, if you made it today, I would wonder if it would taste more cakey. Yeah. Like, as of tomorrow, if, after more moisture got into it. I, I tasted it after I whipped it yesterday, and it tastes about the same, and the texture's about the same. They were like, hmm. when you whip it, it will... First of all, they did not say use a, a, uh, like a stand mixer. <laughs> and I was like, like that is hand. foolish. I'm absolutely <laughs> doing that. So maybe that also something to do it, but they were like, it's going to be really runny. You need to set it in your fridge for 24 hours to set up. It was the same texture yesterday, so I don't know. I will say this one. They don't know the power of a kitchen. This one really is hitting my stomach very hard. Like I'm yeah. just slightly think, in pain. I don't think. First of all, would you like to would you like to hazard a guess how much of this we currently have in our oh, house? Oh, I've seen how much it is. Oh. I, I would guess. So this recipe was supposed to make. Six servings serve six people, and I was like, "All right, so," like, mm. and then, but obviously you can't cut it in half because you have to. How much is half of a funfetti cake mix, and then what are you going to do with the other half? <laughs> Make a tiny cake. I should have. I honestly should have. So I should have weighed it and then made a tiny cake. Hmm. Um, nope. so I made the whole thing. I would say conservatively, we made like six cups worth of this stuff. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> like a lot of it. And I don't think you provided me with like a fruit cup container worth. And I would say this has to be at least six servings for me. Because <laughs> you can't eat more than three at a time. No. Oh my God. It's very, it's very heady stuff. <laughs> Which I assume, I mean, when I think about dungarees, didn't they come in like. Very small portion. Yeah. You had like. A... It came in like those cheese stick things. Yeah. Perfect, perfect dippers. Size analogy. And then you had like. Maybe like a shot glass worth of the frosting. No, not even that. And then like, yeah. like may- maybe twenty cookies. Yeah, maybe like a dozen even. I don't know. I'm just all of a sudden I'm wondering if I actually did have this as a child because when I forced my work to have a dip off contest, somebody brought Dunkaroo <laughs> dip in. Did it taste like this, or do they just do they? It tasted like this. Or are they like you know what? 
I'm just making cream cheese frosting. <laughs> I'm also wondering. I think that hers did have some cream cheese in it. I think it would make it better. You know what? You know what I'm realizing? Because I just ate a Teddy Graham by itself. Mm-hmm. I don't mm. think Teddy Grahams are good anymore. Whoa. Mm. That's shocking. I'll eat one. Eat one by yourself now. and see. I think that they're different now. So one of the. I re- oh, you're right. They're not good. I remember Teddy Grahams being like. Crunchy, but they were like, serve this with animal crackers or Teddy Grahams, and I was like, Teddy Grahams, one million percent. What am I? And they were showing, you know, like because you can get those like stamped animal crackers that are like very good, or you can get those like crummy in an enormous bag, like you would sell pretzels in, and it's just kind of these like blob creatures, and Mm. it's like the worst (laughs) animal cracker you've ever eaten in your life. If I'm eating animal crackers, animal crackers, they're enrobed. In icing and have uh, <laughs> nonpareils sprinkled over the top. Like, I'm not messing around. But to dip that into Dunkaroo dip seems like heroin. Truly really wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like black tar heroin of snacks. None of us would ever sleep again. <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember Teddy Grahams being really good. They're kind of like sawdust. They're bad. Yeah. What flavor Teddy Grahams did you get? Honey. Classic. Mm. Normal. I wonder <laughs> if we usually got s- like cinnamon ones as a child. Mm. I don't know. Possible. I feel I feel like they so Teddy Graham's looks way different, unsurprisingly, from what it did from as a child. And I'm kinda wondering, I feel like there are certain rules in place about like how unhealthy children's food really can be. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle Obama. Thanks, Obama. Um, and I wonder if uh Teddy Graham's like tried to kind of get in line with some of that suggestions because they do not taste uh, fatty and delicious like they used to yeah i recently had a name brand graham cracker for the first time in a very long time yeah and it is much better <laughs> oh yeah oh you gotta it is like mm-hmm. 200 times better than a regular you know kroger brand or whatever right right store brand yes absolutely i would agree like there are a few a few things that i have extreme brand loyalty to daisy yeah. sour cream and yes, honey made graham crackers are two of those That's what things. I was going to look for when I was at Costco for you. It's some sour cream. I bet that they have, I mean. Like I'm, a gallon size yeah, tub of sour that's, cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the Teddy Grahams that are making this tough. Maybe it's just the like <laughs> raw cake mix. Um but uh I think it was I think it was good that I didn't eat tons of Dunkaroos when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. All right, what were your categories? Because the thrill here is that in the initial state, at least you're eating uh, small facsimiles of kangaroos that have been made into little pieces of bread to be dunked. I went with Zucharist. Little pieces of bread! <laughs> bread. What a cute description of a cookie. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to start with this little chocolate chip hey, pieces hey, of bread. You got any, you got any like, that, little round breads? Like like rolls? No, 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 like, no. like chocolate like, and then they got like, a vanilla frosting. Like you know, you do like bread question. and you dip the bread in the milk. Milk and bread. <laughs> milk and bread. Milk and bread. Like my favorite sports team, the Milwaukee Milks. <laughs> um, that's really funny. Um, I really I just re- oh. realized brewers and milkmen two different. Sorry. Oh, two different beverages. Oh. We're all we're we're into beverages here in Milwaukee. That's, One more wholesome clever. than the other. Yeah. Well. And and then well the other one milk <laughs> that's, a, that's the dumbest minor, joke I've ever made wow one minor <laughs> league one one pro one full test because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what do you do you, you're boring you drink milk you get old you drink beer you die <laughs> um, so <laughs> nothing in between nothing in between I mean Dunkaroos I think are 
like exciting because of the nostalgia and you can't get them really anymore. Yeah. And they you I, I feel like they had like splashy advertising and it was clearly just like so outrageous of a snack. Why can't you get them anymore? It seems like it's a market that's primed for a revival. I don't Are there know. legal ramifications? Are there legal ramifications? <laughs> Probably the company that held the patent is out of is out of business, but the patent still holds. The National Wildlife Association of, of Australia is like no more kangaroo depictions on bread. But I know what you're saying. Why <laughs> yeah. can't we have panda plunges and it's yeah. like little pandas and then because they are frosting. endangered. How dare you? <laughs> Don't plunge those pandas. Um, and apparently, all pandas needed to be able to fuck is to not be watched. <laughs> no. We should have really, yeah, we should man. have really realized that sooner. So now, what do zoos do? Do they put up privacy screens and then they go at it like bunnies? Well, we learned about this because of coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> all of a sudden, nature makes a return. Wait, are we having and a panda st- boom? Oh, man. I don't know if it's a boom, but I remember articles about it, <laughs> about how how the, we we were expecting a panda. That's exciting. Zoo, okay, National Zoo. Yeah, they just wow. didn't. They needed a bunch of kids not being. They needed a bunch of kids and their mothers not being disappointed by their relative size. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that would not put me in the mood for a more. Yeah, I no. get it. Um, so in nostalgia, I also feel like this is like tapping into. Um, like Dungaroos, we were kind of one of the last, from what I can tell, we were kind of one of the last latchkey generations. Like no longer are you just allowed to let your kid like let themselves in and then do whatever they want for several hours while you watch TV. Or at the very least, it's not as like socially acceptable as it once was. So I called this latchkey in sight. Kiddo's delight. (laughs) This is the the mana of latchkey children. Sorry, I just looked up Dunkaroos and I saw their Betty Crocker brand. Betty, um, Betty, get on it. They're coming back summer of 2020. It says. Well, wow. well, that their their time is running out fast. They need to move. It's basically full. Maybe maybe we missed the window. <laughs> Limited offer. I don't know. I'm just looking at their website. Is wild. Exactly what you would expect a company that's trying to dig in on your nostalgia. Um, oh, um, is this the kind you can order and it t- it's like you can get like a case of them for $44? No. Okay. I found a, Not I found a place like that. That's one where it was like, it's going to take three weeks. I was like, nope. Yeah. It just says it will be available at this summer at select retailers nationwide. Huh. Hmm. And it, can you can you pre-order... For those who don't get their hands on the first 5,000 packs, no worries. Dunkaroos will be on the shelves at participating 7-Eleven stores in late May and rolling out at other convenience stores and grocery retailers nationwide in July. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't. did you go to 7-Eleven to check? I did not. Dunkaroos? I did not drive myself to a 7-Eleven <laughs> to, get a, gluten-free? to get a Dunkaroos gluten-free to get a, I, no, you dump cake mix into frosting, apparently. Oh. <laughs> hmm. uh, Anyways, my category was obviously bougie bites because this is what fancy kids. Eat. Yeah, this is a definitely a primo snack. I mean, I don't think we can do better than Zucaris, though. Thank yeah, you. Like, thank you. It was all useless. Also, also, it's, there's like some good dunking. I mean, like it's great. Yeah. Do yes, you dunk probably. the Eucharist in the wine? Some people do. Oh wow! I... Old people do. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's not so much done anymore because like it's rude. Because you've now just handled bread and now you're sticking it in wine that other people are going to drink and your fingertips get it. You it's want, like, rude to do. You want some crumbs in your communal wine? Actually, it occurs to me. How do you think they're doing it right now? 
No wine. Um, no wine. They still do. Uh, they still do the bread. Uh, I, I've watched a couple of services, uh, so I, I've seen it. I mean, I, I think it depends on where you are, but they no longer yeah. make people, like, line up. It's, like, disseminated throughout the pews. Yes, fine. Yeah, and no wine. Um, it actually occurs to me <laughs> and, that... And, and Father is wearing a, a like, face shield. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a big mass with a cross on it. Um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I... Now I'm just realizing that all old people only communion behavior is rude <laughs> they're also so yeah. like dipping the bread in the wine rude also re- insisting that you're going to receive it on your tongue is something that old people do because <laughs> like to t- for a while it was like considered bad to handle the host even though that's mm. like obviously much more sanitary for everyone so the priest would have to they, like it'd be like old ladies with like big lipstick mouths just like showing up and then just presenting their tongue to the priest no, <laughs> no wonder they're perverts anyway <laughs> anyway hmm. thank god for vatican too <laughs> uh the next snack is suggested by me and it is a truly wild one because in the 90s and early 2000s uh Twix bars were individually wrapped and sold as regular snacks to give to your children every day after school. <laughs> and they came in like a packet of like eight individually wrapped Twix. Twix bars. Twix. Extra wasteful edition. <laughs> yeah. It, it was exactly a, like, I seem to remember it being sold as like a granola bar, but I can't imagine how <laughs> that would be true. I can, because one of my favorite candy bars of all time, a fast break, was sold as an energy bar. And I yeah. bet... Because Snickers bars are now sold as energy bars. It's true. It's true. Um, well, they're, they're sold as high caloric food to make you not grouchy, mm-hmm. which I suppose is what a candy bar is. It's true. I'm now eating my Twix. Mm. I mean, Twixes are, are so fire. <laughs> Do you just bite into a Twix? Yeah, I'm not a Kardashian. I don't peel it with my teeth after it's been frozen for hours. I do that. I peel it with my teeth. I've done that. But I don't freeze it. I'm not a maniac. I don't have... I don't have roughly three hours to eat a Twix bar. (laughs) I have a life. I have to work, unlike the Kardashians. It's not true. They work very hard, I'm sure. But, you know, in a different way than what I do. (laughs) I'm not like the Kardashians. They have a lot more downtime than I do. I'm not like a Kardashian in that I can eat a Twix bar... And it not constitute the only thing I've eaten that day except for bone broth. So I understand why they want to savor it. My last joke. Um, I'm not like a Kardashian that me eating a Twix bar is not news. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Twix are phenomenal, it turns out. Mm-hmm. But the, the individual mm-hmm. wrapping to me is such a, I'm just going to say is abomination. Like, if you'd seen the entire book, isn't Twix like it's like a play on twin? Like, it's a. Oh, but Twixed? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like, it's like $5 foot lunch from Subway. There's a contract inherent in the object that, that you, you should to. not be violating. Well, I kind of am okay with it. Like, it reminds me, my dad talks about how my dad, famous lover of Reese's products, passed on to me, mm-hmm. now also a famous lover of Reese's products. But he talks about... Unlike your mother, who never eats a hmm. candy bar. <laughs> like my mother. Well, my mother eats candy bars just, like, doled out <laughs> among several people. Um, <laughs> but my dad would talk about how you would go, like, when the way Reese's Cups were in, introduced were not just, like, unceremoniously dumped into a bag or <laughs> shelled out in, like, little packets of two big ones. You would buy them in, like, 
a Werther's original candy box, and then you'd open it up, yeah. and it would be like all of them lined up like little soldiers in their wrappings. Oh my god, which is very classy. So I assume I assume these individually wrapped Twix bars were kind of a similar concept, where it was like. Before candy bars themselves had, like, established their market so strongly that everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's a candy bar. It's going to come in, like, a cellophane wrapper. You're going to open it up. You can, like, eat it, you know, while driving a car. <laughs> like, this was probably sold the way, like, fancier candies are sold. Are sold. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. All I know is that it, one day it was my sister who was like, Kelly, do you know why we're we were fat? Is because <laughs> because mom just left us Twix bars to eat, and we would eat like three of them at a time. And I'm like, that's fair. I don't remember that it, until she said that. I was like, I do not remember the. I did not remember them at all. I'm uh, I'm looking up this Twix individually wrapped. And it's just gonna show me a bunch of snack fun sized Twixes, which are rude. <laughs> like an old that person at church, just. So what was the wrapping like? I imagine it came in like kind of a fancy, like almost like a cigar box. Mm, kind of. It was like a long... <laughs> the closest thing that I can actually think of is like a cigarette carton. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a, it was like a long, thin cardboard box. Yes. No, see, that's, that is, I think that's because like, that is a fancier presentation of a candy bar. But it didn't, like, open. Like, the top didn't open. You opened it on the side still. Well, sure. And then it, like, slid out. Yeah, and then you poured them out. I mean, but that's still ritzier than, like, just coming in a cellophane wrapper. Yes. So, I don't know. I just think it's very funny to think about it. In the 90s, they're just like, yeah, that's fine. I imagine imagine that they looked very classy and that they were, um, those little boxes were cute. I imagine that they just seemed like... Because remember, I don't, know, I don't know if they're still doing this. There was that big campaign where it's like, the left Twix, the right Twix. I'm they're like, still doing it. You, oh, you glamour. didn't see the wrapper because I like laid it out on a tray, but yeah, yeah. I have two left. Oh. Yeah, now that I, I hate that campaign. They're just like, I yeah, feel like Twix worse. made this thing, which is a perfect unity of two objects. Now they've been trying to sow division between those two things for decades. And frankly, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. I want, I want peace in the land of Twix. Betwixt Let my Twixes. Let there be peace on earth. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Um, I agree 100%. Also, I feel like you have a good product. Mm-hmm. Just remind us that Twix exists. You don't have to even advertise it. You don't really. I mean, yeah. like, I feel that way about Reese's, too. But yeah. I feel like Reese's in general, they try to do cutesy stuff. But in general, the whole purpose is to remind us it exists. Be like, hey. That's why the Cadbury egg commercial is perfect. Yeah. Because yep. it literally has not changed since 1996. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, and uh, Miriam Margolis. Just voices it, and it has a lovely, velvety voice. Huh. Yeah. No, I mean, just be like... Did you, did you not know that was her? I did not, I did know, not that. know that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, really, like, Reese's, it doesn't mean Reese's just needs to have, like, an annual, like, a, a semi, uh, you know, holiday warnings. Is what they need. It's like, by the way, pumpkins, that's it. That's the ad. Yeah. Actually, the only way that Reese's has to advertise is to tell us what seasonal shape. Yeah. Christmas trees. Yeah. Not yeah. now. Weird hearts. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that we're not getting uh, Halloween or Christmas peeps because of because c- c- of the Rona? I... Did Rona shut down the peeps factory? <laughs> Apparently, huh. that, well, they got to figure it out before Easter. I'm kind of okay with that. I don't, I don't really, I don't really love a peep. Do we have? I don't think I've ever seen a Christmas peep, but it does mm. not surprise I've me. I've seen a Christmas peep, but I've never eaten. What if a this Christmas is just peep? like? I mean, I've eaten a peep, so I've eaten them all. This is just a psych yeah. out campaign to be like, you know, yeah, those Christmas peeps you're all used to having, are not having this year. We've never had them. They're just like pulling a 
really weird marketing ploy to get us excited about a product that's never existed. Some some uh, some uh, mandala effect, mandala effect thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> peeps. I have always hated peeps. Yeah. Um, Marshmallows but are good enough. You got to let them season. Got to cut them open the night before and then eat them. Oh. Oh, I think it was that I didn't like the I didn't like the crispiness of the sugar against the mm. I it, like the texture was never right to me. But you know what I do love doing? Blowing up peeps in the microwave. Mm. <laughs> that was a. It's even more fun if you if you happen to go camping around it and throw throw one in. You know, campfire. <laughs> and it's very fun. And like the body gets so huge, and then it's just like a little pee head for a while, just like hanging out on this big blobby <laughs> body, and then it explodes. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Mm. Gummy bears are also very fun to throw in the fire. So for me, because again, I think Twix should be in two. This is an abomination. It goes against the natural order of things that has been established by whoever makes Twix. I don't know, Mars or something. Um, the god of war. And um, <laughs> so I went thinking with when pigs land because they should be flying. They've already done their flight and they have come home to roost because this does indeed exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I called this a kitty cocktail party because I thought it felt sort of of the the mm. specific individually wrapped Twixes. Like, I could imagine bringing your date a Twix bar and being like, here you go. I brought you candy. Now, if someone did that to you, you'd be like, this is weird as hell. <laughs> Thank you, because Twix bars are fire, but what? Like, what? And then you just gently blow a kiss at them with your mask on. Yeah. Uh, I obviously called this an individually snacked. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is the the most epitome of that. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it has to be you. Yes. Well, thank you. Individually snacked. Um, Andrew picked uh, was the suggester of our last topic, or last topic, <laughs> our last snack, which was uh, Little Debbie Snacks. Andrew is, I asked you. Oh, what kind of snacks did you eat after after school? And you sent me four different little Debbie snacks. And I said, I'm going to put those all in one category. Anything else? Yeah, Mary pointed this out to me. And I feel so bad. I should apologize to my mother because I'm sure she must have made so many like nice, delicious snacks. Then I don't know why the first thing. Or just thing... like bought like a variety well, yeah. of snacks, you know? But I just Your mom probably lovingly had carrot sticks cut in the fridge for you. <laughs> like not baby carrots. She cut She made sticks. baby carrots for mm-hmm. me. Yes. Um, but like, there's a reason like that's Match front of mind. carrots for you. Oh my god. Yes. Um, yeah, little thinking. Debbie, and like I think that, like I also like I think it was because I, I often had them as a snack in my lunch and also after school. Um, and in fact, my my snack delivery system was a drawer full of little Debbie snacks, um, for better or for worse. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I still like I feel like I'm I'm still into a little Debbie. I don't buy them regularly because I'm an adult. Um, yep. But my my job I work at now, when I started, they had a snack cabinet that was full of little Debbies, which is hilarious because usually the snacks are like you know, trail mix that's just nuts because we're a healthy organization. No, 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 not my company. Um, they just like anything you wanted. Yeah, we also had pop tarts, pop tarts, and little Debbies. So I, I tasted uh, little Debbies for the first time in in decades, and they have not surprisingly enough. I, they haven't changed, though. I also suspect if you had one from the nineties, it also would not have changed a bit. Um, given its chemical nature. So, yeah. You want to taste these bad boys? Um, and just to just to give some some insight to what's happening behind the booth here, uh, we have Nutty Bars, a classy, classic choice. And then my one of my personal favorites, Cosmic Brownies, because fudge chocolate should be as dense as possible. I guess. <laughs> that is the opposite of celery. 
There's no <laughs> give to it at all. Not a bit of fiber. So you did you both go for the cosmic brownie? Yes, first? Mm-hmm. I would like to. I would I like to the... end with something pleasant in my mouth. <laughs> mm. You don't like. You didn't like. A, you don't like a cosmic brownie. They're so garbage. <laughs> I hate cosmic brownies. I don't understand why Andrew likes them. They're like chocolate wax. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it terrible that as you get older, sugar hurts you and you eat too much of it? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel, I feel like far worse now than I was at the beginning of this episode. We should like, I'm not well. We should have ended with ants on a log. Get some goddamn nutrition. I actually was noticing. And to be fair, we definitely. We definitely, I'm definitely not going to eat dinner after this. So <laughs> having sugar for dinner is not a great idea when you're in your 30s. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did notice, I don't know if you, did, I assume you did this intentionally, Kelly. You kind of took us on like a, a sweet, a savory to sweet journey. Hmm. We got progressively yeah, sweeter. Yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I mean, it's smart. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But I, I could, um, yeah. I actually was trying to go from healthiest to unhealthiest. <laughs> <laughs> So same difference. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, well, little cosmic brownies are garbaggio, mm, mm. in my opinion. They're like the worst. That's disrespectful to the cosmos. It's <laughs> disrespectful. The stars look down upon every, you. Every every piece of them is bad. The little candy coated chocolate chips are terrible. Oh, yeah. The frosting tastes like wax. Yes. The brownie itself is both too moist and too dry. I don't know if you can even call this chocolate, it's, but it's also it's, exclusively it's chocolate. It's essentially what eating sweet Play-Doh would be like. <laughs> it's not good. Somebody ate some fondant and was like, we can package this. We're going to call it brownies. It's so, like, the texture is just so, so offensive. <laughs> I, well, I, what I have to just say is how dare you guys don't buy me because that's what I'm talking about. An oatmeal cream pie. You lovingly purchased me all these snacks, but you didn't get me an oatmeal cream pie. Those are actually legitimately good. I mean, oatmeal cream pies are legitimately good. So the thing is, Andrew does love Little Debbie. You wanted us to be in pain. No. Andrew loves Little Debbie, and for his birthday, I got him oatmeal cream pies and Swiss cake rolls, and I was like, we should examine some more <laughs> little debbies so you are really you're just a, a victim yeah. of recent little debbie consumption both of those I things i can't believe you've done this to both me. of those <laughs> both of those snacks are better than although i i really enjoyed the nutty bar i would eat that yeah. the nutty bar was good yeah uh, kelly do you agree with me that cosmic brownies are garbage i i did not actually break into mine i haven't had one in a long time hold on oh my god brace yourself I'll, I'll take a bite get ready but I, I do love a shitty brownie. That's the real thing. Me too. I'm not a brownie snob, but I think you'll find. Oh, yeah. That, that's just true. That's garbage. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm actually going to spit this. Yeah. It's <laughs> so bad. It's offensive to call that oh. a brownie. I mean, like, the thing is, you're, you're just like, you're, inter- you're entering it with expectations oh. of brownies. And you're right. They shouldn't call it that. They should call it cosmic rectangle. <laughs> Andrew, I don't know. Why would you eat this? <laughs> so I don't know, bad. man. It just, I think this is like where nostalgia like wins over in my heart because it's just what I had when I was a kid. They do look very Ugh. appealing. It reminds me of I always wanted to like the zebra cakes. Yeah, those are, all, those are garbage because oh, yeah. there's like no new, there's garbage. no nuance they're to flavor dr- there. They're dry and they're just nilla. Like, what's funny though? And I think do you know what do you know what cosmic brownies have though? That? that rock candy on the top. That's, that's just that those are chocolate good. chips, my friend. Those are enrobed chocolate <laughs> chips. <laughs> Are you know what's really? funny? So I guess like because you guys don't have the taste to appreciate Cosmic Brownies, um, you probably don't <laughs> recall that in the 90s they, there were no Cosmic Brownies. It was a shift originally from regular brownies, which had a little chopped up nuts on the top, to the far more colorful and exciting but also less uh, dynamic 
flavorful, flavor-wise, uh, Kazakh variant. I don't know if there was any duplicate, any like sort of simultaneous existence there, but there was just a plain brownie that got replaced by this spacier version, and I guess they just stuck. Mm-hmm. So. I can't imagine that nuts on top would make this any better. No, well, at least the nuts have like texture. This is just like a, again, just like a, a rectangular. This col- is a doorstop. <laughs> is what you're telling. It's me. way too. Kelly, is, I could use this to stop. It's a door. way too soft for that. <laughs> you can use this to, you know, clog something. <laughs> you cram it in there. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, if you, if you had a bad date. And you hate the guy, or you're going to your over to your ex boyfriend's house for whatever reason. You just put a little cosmic brownie in your pocket, and then you try and flush it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, no, you don't even try to flush it because that then it'll apply that's your poop. You just stick it down their down their drain, their tub drain. <laughs> so then when they have to get it cleaned by their by their apartment, they're manager, like they're like what their did apartment you manager eat? thinks they shat. In their, their <laughs> What a weird long game prank. <laughs> Wait, what would you do if you went into someone's bathroom and there was a rectangle? So now you know what happens if I ever get invited over to my ex-boyfriend's house. You're going to stomp on his foot? No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I understand where you're just going with this. What if it was just a perfect rectangle piece of shit? You would be so concerned. I can't think of anything more disconcerting. You're walking into somebody's bathroom. Wait. And be like, oh, oh you didn't flush. Fl- a perfect square. This is actually clear. Because a rectangle implies some, like, wabi-sabi energy that poop usually has. But it's a perfect, it's a per- any perfect shape. But a square is especially upsetting because it what they came at was all around. Logically impossible. It would be funnier if they still had the nuts on it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. 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 What you're, what you guys are learning is I am great. Breaks. I will. Breaks. I will say one time at camp, and it's too complicated to explain why this was a really good prank. But some kid had <laughs> just like panting. Some kid had these like. <laughs> chocolate nut clusters which must have been really <laughs> expensive <laughs> it makes me sad that they did this with them but they pranked me by putting them in my toilet <laughs> but then andrew used it but i had my own my own room and my own bathroom and andrew was like a visitor on the hall and he of course used my bathroom because it'd be creepy to go into a child's room <laughs> and, he, and he just was like oh, mary must be very sick <laughs> And, like, didn't mention it. And so, like, this kid was waiting for days for me to say something and he wasn't. And she was so convinced that I was secretly furious about it and was, like, waiting to exact prank revenge. And was, like, reading into all of our conversations. And eventually, eventually got to sort it out. But, um, but that is basically what the cosmic brownie prank would be, except it would be square. <laughs> and it wouldn't take on water. <coughs> it wouldn't take on water. No, I don't think that this is penetrable by anything except teeth, in which it just has perfect give, but it's not a, does a, not break apart really. Stomach acid is doing nothing to it. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Wait, we have not 
categorize this. No, yet. Yeah. <laughs> no we need to do categories still. <sighs> For Little Debbie Snacks, not Cosmic Brownies. Yeah. I went with, uh, because yes. of variety, of course, it's the spice of life here, a life well seasoned. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, Latchkey Insight, Kiddo's Delight. Ugh. Nostalgic snack <laughs> yep. that really no parent should buy for their children. <laughs> it's so, so obviously unhealthy. <laughs> uh, it is, of course, individually snacked. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think Mary gets it. Oh, thank you. There you go. Um, it's also really weird because, like, little... De- there is nothing else like Little Debbie. No. Like, they're basically like, you know what kids love? Petty Force. <laughs> <laughs> European desserts, but made very small what? and industrially. Yeah, I mean, I that's guess... why that's why the things like zebra cakes aren't good. They're yeah. like Petty Force. Petty Force yeah. aren't good either. I, just, I, never, it does, I, didn't, I didn't realize until I was an adult that Swiss cake rolls were, like, based on an actual dessert. Yeah. Like, like a Swiss... Until you cake. started watching Great British Bake Off, like, you were oh like, "Oh my you god!" Clearly, did not grow up with my mother. My mom loves a roll cake. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I, I didn't because that would be weird if I had. What with our being true. married? That's true. Mary, I can't believe you didn't make Andrew a Swiss roll cake for his birthday. Dude, I can. That shit's complicated. You're right. I should have done that. Mm, well, hmm. next, next year. year. Now you know. Or make a Yule log. Yeah. My mom usually does make I mean, a Yule we're log. not going to be able to do anything else at Christmas. It's so. true. You've had so many Yule logs that my mom has made, Andrew. Yeah. I love a log. I love a log. <laughs> I love a log. It's so good. What's funny is my mom never wants to make a chocolate Yule log. She always wants to make like a different flavor, which I don't really fully understand. But mm. I mean, I, it's fine. I'll eat it. It's cake. It's great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was the end of our oh list where we talked about all and kinds what of crazy foods that we used to eat as children and s- still kind of do. And made just apparently. a series of the, some of the best poop jokes that have ever been recorded. <laughs> that was a, such good poop jokes, you guys. That was a, gastro, that was a gastrointestinal ride. <laughs> yeah. And it will be again yeah. later. Yep. Uh. Yep. <laughs> we did it. Boom. Boom. As always, thank you for listening to our show. Uh, if you liked it, uh Subscribe, recommend, comment, review, any to any available action that is positive and involves five, four to five stars. Uh, take it. Um, thanks as always. And of course, you can always check out uh, check us out at outrageousmechanisms.com and find more shows, including our newest endeavor, uh, Lovecraft Singles, a uh, spinoff of Crypt Creepers, in which uh, our very own Mary and her brother Thomas take a look at the new HBO series, Lovecraft Country. Uh, so check that out and check out everything else to you uh till then till you've listened to everything <laughs> bye so listen to everything we'll never see you have to, to do again. all your homework otherwise we're not friends yeah. bye, bye.